0: Oh, hey there, guys. What am I doing? Only stupid answers. Happy Halloween. Because it's coming out on Halloween. I hope you guys are having a very spooky day. DJ, I hope you're having a spooky time. You having oh, a spooky man, time? I'm having a
1: very spooky, spooky time. How do you,
0: Sam, how do you feel about Halloween following on a Monday this year? I'm a little bit bummed about that, but you know what? I'm not bummed about Halloween. Halloween's my favorite holiday, but you know what I love more than Halloween? Only stupid answers. It's the best damn podcast there you can go. put your ears, ears into... into. Oh. Now there's a little harmony. Guys, this is the podcast where DJ and I sit That's down me. in your car with you on your way to work or on the yes. bus with you on your way to work or anywhere yes. on your way to work or anywhere. School. School even. option. There's many options. But we like to talk about movies. Yes. TV shows. That's it. Comics.
1: And more. So and I was, more. I was
0: I was doing a ping pong. I was waiting for a yes, and I was yeah. waiting for a sound. No, nah, it's too late for that. Oh, me. it's okay. But guys, you can listen to this podcast on so many different platforms, so many wonderful ones. Yes. Name a few. Uh, Spotify. Yeah. iTunes. Love it. Stitcher. mm, Audio Boom. Yep. Overcast. Even better. Player FM. We I don't know where to get to buy either of those. Many more. There's many more. Many more. And maybe many more to come. Nothing down the pipeline, but say? who knows? But you know what we love? You guys. We love you guys, Mm. and we love this specific number of you that have gone to iTunes to rate and review us, especially those five-star reviews. I like this one. We love them. Right off the top, we got one brand new, October 27th, Wobble Wobble J writes, uh, this is the title. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not sliced bread, but it's pretty close. Five stars. And then (sighs) here we go, guys. I'm going to go ahead and attempt to read this whole thing without one problem, and here we go. If you like to have an intelligent conversation about nerdy things like comics, TV yes. shows, movies, and et cetera, dot, 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 then this is the podcast for you. DJ and Sam have a deep knowledge of everything comics, and this podcast is more than that. It is a conversation with your best friends about everything you love. This podcast is the best thing since sliced bread. Smiley face. You you nailed that, man. Thank you. you nailed, not get... only was our a
1: good review, but you, you nailed it. Advertisers? I can do a good ad read. There you go. Advertisers. Speaking of which, this episode is brought to you by the next comment. Okay. Uh Uh, Nerdy Cowboy. With a K. Cow. Uh, Best for nerds. Best for thinkers. Sam and DJ do a great job of covering such a wide range of topics. I love listening to this every week. Fun guys with open minds, but firm beliefs that discuss everything from comics to nerd shows to the universe as a whole. Still my favorite episode. Do yourself a favor and subscribe. Please. I had a moment right before I read that that my mouth filled up so much with spit. But I said, a I precedent
0: and you made it. I made, We made it through. Mm-hmm. Guys, thank you for joining us. Today, actually, immediately after, or immediately before filming this or so recording it, we did a little live stream on the Only yeah, Stupid Answers first, YouTube page. We
1: threatened you guys with a movie night about uh, episode two, I uh-huh. think, and we finally delivered on
0: that promise. That's how uh, punctual we are. We're on top of it, <laughs> but we put out a poll. You guys voted, and we watched Wes Craven's new Nightmare. It is a '94 movie, kind of in the Freddy Krueger genre of things. And a bunch of you joined <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah,
1: it a, it's a uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm, you know what, man? I'm struggling right now because we're I'm not We're sitting at weird angles. If you guys want to
0: adjust real quick, Okay, if you guys look down really quick, you'll see that we're sitting at weird angles uh, right now. DJ is going to adjust. Move your feet, guys, so you can move around. Please, You need some room. You guys being nice. He's, they're on our mics are on arms and he's just yanking it (laughs) yeah look down guys can you look down please can you move your feet jesus man your shoes are muddy you guys know your shoes are muddy it's raining out right now man i want to know how accurate i am i want to know how accurate i am for when people listen to this and they want i want people's to i want people's to freak out oh no you haven't did this
1: work did this help i don't think yeah it it helped helped a little helped.
0: does the mic still sit right where it needs to sit kind of yeah it, pretty good let, let, let's, i'm keeping all this in I'm this no whole... no we have to keep this and we, we we painted a picture of a scenario and you guys get to be with us wait wait i'm getting there hold wait on. wait a minute wait guys guys can you hold on just a second guys damn it hold on one second hey hey sam why don't you talk about what uh
1: or the things you did this week. Oh, you
0: didn't want to wait. I like to. I like to see what you were doing. All right, I'll tell. I'll fill. I'll fill the air with words. Well, the thing I was into this week, I kind of mentioned on the live stream, uh, which Wes Craven's Nightmare was pretty fun. I, yeah, I really we'll liked talk.
1: It. Ab- I think we'll, uh, we got uh, some tweets talking about that a little bit, and so I think we'll talk about that a little bit and mm.
0: the. <sighs> You nailed it. Don't worry, it's sitting right there. It's doing great. But I also watched Event Horizon this week, which is a horror movie. The basic premise is- I enjoy that movie quite a bit. It's really cool. If you're a sci-fi lover, it's very fun. It's basically like if you could create warp drive where it would bend space and create a portal to go from one place to another- uh what's the worst case scenario oh it opens a portal to hell and you yeah sucked into it and it's like, it's oh, like if cool. you're watching
1: star trek and every time they went into warp space they came back like flayed
0: uh-huh it's so cool uh that was fun uh keeping up with american horror story because i'm now up to date with it man this season is getting crazy yeah.
1: i've really enjoyed the last two episodes i do think it it switches up quite a bit uh-huh around episode five i think the first five episodes could have been three
0: uh-huh but i think I, but other than that, great. I know that the last episode, based on like what the creator has said, is that the first five episodes were one story. We've seen two of a four-part story that nice. we're going to get, and then the final episode is its like own self-contained. That's story. so cool. Yeah. And and they are kind of flying through characters right now. If you yeah, guys are watching, I, especially it, when you yeah. say
1: like the next one's only four episodes, it's like I like this more.
0: Yeah, it's a lot cool. It's yeah. very very cool. But I like the world they set up with it. They set yeah. up, they set up a very distinct like i don't know cool little universe over there but also i picked up moon girl and devil dinosaur and that is a print that marvel has and it's very it's very cute and it's very positive um yeah. devil dinosaurs is this character created by jack kirby it's supposed to be moon boy and devil dinosaur yeah and it's moon boy is like a in marvel universe there's just like this weird place called the savage land where it basically is everything is prehistoric kind of like the land of the time forgot or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Uh, and moon boy's a caveman and he teams up with devil dinosaur. This kind of slightly mutated T-Rex that is red. And he sometimes has like fire that comes out of his eyes. I'm not really sure. Anyways, in moon girl and devil dinosaur, it takes place in present day New York and this like time, like fragment thing. Yeah. Uh, basically swapped some regular everyday people and some cavemen. Nice. And so, and like in from the past and devil dinosaur got yanked in too. To present day, so Moon Girl, who's Lunella uh, Lafayette, uh, and she is the smartest girl in the world. At least she thinks she's a fourth grader. Uh, Teams up with Double Dinosaur to take out the cavemen and send them back. What you find out is that she's an Inhuman nice and she's very and Cheater. right and yeah it's easy for an inhuman to be the smartest person in the world but she hasn't changed <laughs> and so uh she's very scared and her parents don't know that she's an inhuman she did she's so smart she did a blood test and she found out she is one because
1: something that's confusing they don't really talk about the i guess they talk about this in agents of shield you can be an inhuman without going through terror yeah and getting your powers mm-hmm. karnak is infamously uh, he, he didn't go through he did not go through genesis but he has power no he's just the pinnacle
0: of whatever the hell he is really i yeah. thought he could like pinpoint he sees the weakness in everything yeah yeah i thought that was his he's name. kind of an asshole too man yeah. He is a jerk i read it in a daredevil comic and like uh they went he went oh, that's to right, talk to him.
1: recently showed up in that yeah. i was reading i was reading the um... he finds
0: out he's blind like yeah. immediately yeah it's cool as oh, i thought you in were... it
1: no that, oh yeah i was hmm. reading warren else was doing a run on it and um it was just too much of a gap between issues for me to keep up oh karnak and, right there was like yeah. a
0: year yeah it was rough it yeah. wasn't that bad but it was rough but it was a good good comic
1: yeah i mean it's warren ellis like warren else it's like the only reason i like the idea of the Wildstorm wildstorm characters i'm crossing my fingers that this new incarnation takes place in the dcu because i like i like the different they're bringing wild storm back as its own imprint like young animal oh um, cool yeah yeah and they have midnight or an apollo together. and you know how. Um, uh, uh, Gerard Way is like the showrunner for Young Animal. Mm-hmm. Warren Ellis is the showrunner for the new Wildstorm, oh. and that's the main reason I'm going to check it out. That's cool because he's great, and he also did my favorite run on Moon Knight. He did a six issue run on Moon Knight that blew my mind. That's
0: cool. I I like Midnighter and Apollo right now. It's very that's a very cool. it's like also it's kind of cool to read a really strong gay couple. Yeah, in comics, and... I wish
1: Apollo was the actual God Apollo from Wonder Woman.
0: That'd be fun. Because there's I too get many this. now that
1: everything's been welded together, there's too many proto Supermen running around. Uh-huh.
0: And Batman. But yeah. Midnighter is Batman that just pulls your spine out of your ass. Mm-hmm. Um that's good. Anyway, speaking about that, a that, uh, Moon Girl. Uh and yeah. some <laughs> um, So basically she teams up with Devil Dinosaur Especially and has spine's pulling being pulled out of asses. They uh she teams up with like uh totally awesome Hulk, Miss Marvel. Who was the new one? Uh another Avenger that I am blanking on right now. But everybody's it's, favorite. It's super sweet and it's just so cute because she's so stuck up. She is so, like, she can't relate with anybody because she's so intelligent. And, yeah. like, because of that, like, her parents don't know what to do with her and her teacher doesn't. But she still goes to public school. And she, like, it's just, I don't know. It's it's really cute. In the past couple of issues, there's been, like, this Lego competition. And since Lego is so up their ass about Copyright every time Legos in the text, it's always copyrighted. I'm like that's pulling me out of what you're (laughs) doing right now. I don't like that. So, but they let them use it. That's kind of crazy. It is, and they they're basically it's like a contest to build the most like epic Lego structure, and Mm -hmm. you could get a STEM. Da, 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 da. not donation scholarship, scholarship yeah, yeah, a stem yeah. scholarship from it and it's it's cool
1: legos are so cool man mm-hmm. lego that's the plural plura, the plural oh, of lego is lego i'm yeah, sorry i saw that and before I was like, anybody corrects me it's and... like
0: how google doesn't want you to say go google it they want you to say go search for it it's like no we're gonna say go, we're gonna go google, google it. it same Just like, like legos. grab me a kleenex
1: yeah uh but lego is great i don't know what makes lego so special mm-hmm. but there's something really special about it
0: it's cool. I don't know. And they had a lot of product placement for Avengers Legos in there. I was like, okay. Of course. I'll, I'll, I'll deal with it, whatever.
1: And also, it's crazy that they that Lego Dimension games exist where they have like every property.
0: Could you imagine a TV show for Lego Dimensions? No. Yeah, how cool would that no, be? No, I could not imagine Wizard that. of Oz, Harry Potter, Ghostbusters, Mr. T, uh, Batman. Uh, what other properties do they have? Oh, uh, Doctor Who. Yeah. And it's like, there's so many. <laughs> Back to the Future? Yeah. Yeah, that's so cool. Gremlins? Gremlins, yep. Gremlins, <laughs> G- everybody's favorite Gremlins, Gremlins. That's the knockoff one that yeah. li- that Power Block makes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> power Block, fuck uh, power block, man. What are you into?
1: Oh man, you know I've had a really busy week. Kids at home. I am working on some stuff that I hope you enjoy. Huh? Because uh, it's yeah, it's a lot. It's, can you it's tease exciting. one of them? Um, no.
0: Oh, good. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. Uh,
1: you know what? I can. I'm I'm working on um. Uh, my two big things right now is I am working on making a comic book. Um, uh, I hope that gets you guys excited at home. I am excited um, at home, and I am also working on a new short film.
0: Ooh. Yeah,
1: and so it's just that's just taking a lot of a lot of my my spare time. Um, but uh, I started playing Vigima games again a little bit. Which game? Uh, I am trying to. I am trying to be. Uh, I got a Mega Ruby. Pokemon Omega Ruby oh, okay. and I'm trying to beat it before the new Pokemon game comes Aww, out so you I don't nerd. Yeah. yeah. I know. Uh but I've also been playing Fallout 4. I'm so behind on video games, guys, man. It's okay. Yeah, I spent you have, like I you
0: sp- have a full-time job. Yeah, when I, spent- I hear people that we work with beating games like in a weekend, I was like, "What are you did doing?" "Did you Where? not do anything?" Well, not only
1: do we have a full-time job. Uh-huh. We have this. This. And we have our side projects that we're doing. Yeah.
0: And like it's I, w- I mean, I would i want to pick up psvr so fucking bad like i think i think philip and mr zaragoza yeah i think steve got it i think whitney got it and philip got it and i was like i'm like fuckers that's so cool but while they're doing
1: that i'm still playing Fallout four there you go just started
0: uh i just joined the brotherhood of steel it's
1: great i love fallout Mm -hmm. fallout are amazing games but those are the type of games that's the thing is I've, i've really grown to love games like fallout and witcher where it's like, all right, well, I'm going to spend the next mm, six months of my life playing this game. Yeah. Uh, whenever I play games, I mean, on the other hand, I really enjoyed Sunset Overdrive, and I enjoyed um, the Batman: Arkham Knight. Um, yeah. Those but it's games like just, are so I good. just I just I just peter through them. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't make I don't have a lot of time to like focus on them. But I've been I've been playing that, and it's a lot of fun. I just joined the Brotherhood of Steel. Which it's, that, this is where everybody comes out. <laughs> you only, you've only just joined the Brotherhood of Steel. Yeah, that's just what happened. They comment like that too. They do. No. They do. Uh, but yeah, if I've been doing anything else, I haven't even. I don't think I've picked up a comic once this week, <gasps> uh, which is bumming me out. You sound bitch. I know, man. You I know. I did read. Um, it's probably not even the most recent issue. Shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, Green Arrow, the first. Um, the first part of the one where he's stuck on the island with Black Canary, and I like their relationship so much. I mm-hmm. like Green Arrow and Black Canary. That series is like right now, Superman knocking out of the park. The most recent stuff, Dinosaur Superman Island, all stuff,
0: and S- action. Oh, did you finish Dinosaur Island? No, no, okay. I'm still behind. Mm. Uh,
1: Wonder Woman knocking out of the park. Yeah. Green Arrow is just solid, it's not like blowing your mind, but it's just solid. But the the Green Arrow Black Canary relationship, I think, might be one of my favorite relationships in comics. Yeah. Um the way it's presented so good. here. It's so funny how Green Arrow is basically a C Lister, but you can do so many cool things with him because he's one of the best parts of Justice League Unlimited, mm-hmm. which is one of the best comic adaptions
0: ever. He's like a low B. Um He's not a C. He's like a Low B.
1: He's like a Low B, but the point like, and then you could make a show like Arrow off of him, which yeah. spawned a whole universe. And so it's funny how a character like that, like you i I don't think you could do that stuff with like a Hawkeye. And Hawkeye's a cool character. He had, you know, the Matt Fraction has a good run with him or whatever. It's, I, it's it's just cool to see what they could do with with a character like Green Arrow. His name's not even that great. You know what I mean? No, it's but, uh, not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but uh, anyway, uh, so that's that's me. But the other exciting thing that we got to do this week is we just did our first movie night, like we were talking Ooh, about earlier. Live
0: stream. Yeah. It was fun. You guys joined us. Uh, most we of you, got a good people. group. We got a good group. Yeah. They were, you guys some... were all positive. You were being nice. Yeah. We weren't spoiling anything yet uh we enjoyed that 90s movie that felt like a nice taste of 90s movies yeah, it was just like a nice very punk c- of 90s movie. yeah you're like mm, those shirts <laughs> mm, that pastel wallpaper but mm-hmm. it's funny though watching something like
1: that you can see why a character like freddie krueger is so iconic because mm-hmm. he's got the scary claws claws make you iconic wolverine's iconic claws are a win
0: uh, Could for some reason <laughs> couldn't think of one other one. I was just like, yeah, yeah, just, and just so mm-hmm. werewolf. No, <laughs> no, no.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, but and the idea of being attacked in your dreams. Like, I feel like that's probably the scariest. Like, oh, Michael Myers will chop you up. Mm-hmm. Uh Jason Voorhees will chop you up. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh Freddy Krueger haunt your dreams and eviscerate you on the ceiling mm-hmm.
0: while well, you're we, sleeping. You can never go to sleep because he'll. Oh, that's just terrifying. And also there's been studies that show that like people under heavy, heavy, heady, mm. heavy sedation and like other maybe like drugs that they're like trying things on, like yeah. they're trying on the patient. If you, they are suggestible enough, they could have physical reactions to things that are in their brain. Yeah. Like I, one of the examples was, uh, I think somebody did, they, they told the person they were going to put a flaming, like a uh, hot piece of like iron on them Mm -hmm. and they were like screaming like don't 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 they're under like they're basically asleep but still talking under heavy suggestion and then they put an ice cube on them and their skin reacted like they had touched something hot
1: have you that's
0: like like burn like welding Mm -hmm. up and everything
1: interesting that i'm very fascinated about the idea of the power of the brain of the mind i was watching a thing about these monks that could put their hands through these like like they weighed like a ton of these rollers that should crush your hand, but through the power of just through their focus, I don't think we've really tapped into what we're capable of or what our brain's capable of. It's kind of like when people talk about demon possession and people show up with like bites on their body. It's like that could just be the suggestion of their mind, which doesn't necessarily make it any less scary. No, that happened to my friend.
0: Really? With the bites and everything? Mm -hmm. I don't know if I fully believe everything they said, but I do know that they did have bites. And I like and I'm like, wow, that is they were in their room alone. Like they they play with a Ouija board and when the mom came home again, man, don't yeah. fuck with the Ouija boards.
1: Yeah, never, ever, ever. But Don't n- knock on a door if you don't know what's gonna
0: answer. <laughs> now is my friend, uh call him James. It was James and uh his sister. And then their middle sister, so he's the youngest. But the older sister was the one kinda like like setting it all up and yeah. making him do it. And then, as they were talking, they realized it was they were talking to something really, really, really dark, and like something really negative, and saying really fucked up things to them. Mom came home. Their whole family's super Catholic, so as soon as they saw yeah. that, they grabbed it and like she tore it up and threw it away. And uh, the, again, like you can, the, the the younger kids thought that she would, the older sister was messing with them, and the older sisters thought the younger ones were messing with her. So they know Whoops. they were like they're like whatever they were just trying to mess with each other but like things started to get worse like the kids started to like they weren't sleeping they were getting really irritable and they were snapping at each other and their mom and like their grades were declining and um, then the the oldest sister was getting it the worst and they were like going to therapy they were seeing psychologists they're like "Mm, she's just you know depressed and like you guys have to like kind of stick with therapy and then all of a sudden Uh, One night, they heard screaming coming from her bedroom, and they went in, and she was thrashing and thrashing and thrashing, and they woke her up, and she had bite marks on her arms and chest and uh, thighs, and, like, they were, like, deep. They weren't, like, I know, someone I told that to someone before, and they're, like, what, did you guys look for a boyfriend hiding under, like, the bed or something? He's, like, no, like, these are, like, something was, like, biting her hard, and uh, so they, because they're Catholic, got her exercised. Yeah. You know what was really creepy? Is that someone is walking into the door (laughs) right now. That was terrifying. Hi. Hi. It's just my
1: wife. Don't worry about it. Guys, turn around and say hello. That's not So, it's... uh, So, deep... Like, did you see the bites? Uh Uh-huh. So, like, deeper than maybe the suggestion part. Yep. That's intense, man.
0: Yep. And she was terrified. And after that, they... uh, We brought... It came up because... The friend that I was friends with, so he's a young, the younger brother of all of them. Uh, we were at a party and they were brought up using a Ouija board, and like at the time I was like, man, eh, not really. And he was really adamant against that, and he was like, kind of like, to be honest, a little overly dramatic because mm-hmm. we didn't know what happened. We're like, okay, guys, man, but calm, <laughs> calm down, down man. man. Uh, but then yeah, he told us, and it was like, well, you know what, whatever is true or not, like, you're very passionate about this story, so it is interesting because it's like,
1: um i i kind of tend to be a little bit cynical about that stuff not that i don't we've talked about this not that i don't believe stuff is out there but uh i don't know i guess i try to be pragmatic about it Mm -hmm. but you have uh i have friends that have not the bites but other stories that are like that's hard to that's hard to just dismiss Mm -hmm. and because they don't happen to you personally you're like.
0: And it doesn't happen to anyone who is like directly in your family. Yeah. It's harder to like fully. But like, thank God though,
1: right? If that weird stuff's going down, like, I don't know. I don't know. Put, put, I don't, don't bury your head in the sand. But there's a, I think there's a reason to try and be positive and put positivity out there and try not to like, I, it's weird because i do think when i was younger my parents did not like horror movies or uh-huh. not for horror movies did not want me watching them and honestly i feel like that helps me appreciate them more because i everybody i know that was like exposed to horror movies at a young age is very cynical about it like that movie doesn't scare me mm-hmm. and like i'm into it i'm I, i'm old enough to be the intended audience so i like i like uh i'm open to the stuff that they're talking about and i do think i don't know if i'm smart enough to articulate the need of horror movies other than being able to process the negativity in our own world
0: Mm -hmm. Um, we can joke about it because you're like at at the end of the day most horror movies like unless they're like truly like if you're watching like black mirror where at the end of it you're like man real life sucks like most horror movies are like a little bit comical like not like they're telling jokes it's just like it makes you make light of darker situations and it
1: also helps you process some of the darker stuff in your your life so like for example um i got a couple so don't get turned off by this first one mm-hmm. uh the babadook mm-hmm. deals with the idea of something that we culturally we just do not deal with like when when a parent resents a child which is a very natural thing to have happen mm-hmm. and something people need to process and that we don't talk about it culturally but this horror movie is able to engage with it mm-hmm. um for another example i think one of the scariest movies i've seen um Recently, is the witch, um, and people are like, "Oh, wasn't scary." Wasn't because it no, wasn't jump scares. But it's like if you think about the idea of when you're when you're part of uh what's the term I'm looking for for the people that the one of the the uh, uh, pilgrims, pilgrims that are, fo- are founding America. Uh-huh. You're in the middle of nowhere, and to be separated, it to me my takeaway of that movie is the need of a community uh-huh. that, like, whether you like people or not yeah. you need people around you need to be able to build trust between those people because if you don't have them being out in the wilderness on your own is terrifying
0: yeah and it would and that's and people don't terrifying. understand that like i want to run away to the woods it's like nope you would not be able to handle being alone at all and
1: also being being trapped in your own belief
0: systems oh yeah no if you can't you also like that yeah, there's also a lesson there because it's just like maybe get over yourself yeah, yeah maybe because
1: at the end of the day no matter what you believe you need you need to work to find the common ground with the people around you uh to just function to just just live to live life you have to and like, so that stuff like uh the thing deals with was came out around the time of the AIDS crisis and so the the, the not knowing the thing so great because you don't know who the thing is mm-hmm. and that paranoia it taps into stuff that that you need to process as a person or we need to process culturally and so that was working in that negativity working towards a positive end of facing that uh, the, I have not watched an episode of Black Mirror but just the, the the title Black Mirror reflecting the negativity back on you so you confront it my understanding specifically
0: is- that that is one way of taking it but it's specifically talking about the Black Mirror of any screen you look at and and metaphorically that is what they're talking yeah. about as well and definitely.
1: from what I understand of that show it's that idea of like hey as we deal with all this new technology stuff eh, Maybe keep your eyes open to what the what
0: the downsides could be, and also how, yeah, the mainly the downside of what does it bring out of you? Yeah, and uh, man, I wanna, I really wish you were watching the new season of Black Mirror, or any Black Mirror at all, because there's this new episode, and I'm going to word these very this very carefully. It's called Threatment San. It's called San Junipero, uh-huh. which sounds like they're saying it wrong because it sounds like it's supposed to be like a Spanish name, but they yeah. keep calling it San Junipero. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Hold on a second. Mm-hmm. And it it's about a woman who's very kind of uptight mm-hmm. it, Is this the
1: new season? Yes. Is this Bryce Dallas Howard? No.
0: Okay. That's the first episode and Got that it. deals with like this how bad social media can get. Um but this one Is the only positive episode I've seen, and it's like I was. It's something I wanted actually. I forgot to talk about when we started, like what we're into this week. But it's like it's. It had me crying halfway through the episode because of how beautiful and positive it was. It's a a woman who's very closed off, goes to you're not really sure. You kind of think she's on like a, like a getaway, like Mm -hmm. like a spring break thing for her because she's she's still young, but she runs into this woman who's very like exuberant and she's an ex uh extrovert and she like just loves life and like they get together and you you can tell like it's gonna lead to like a relationship yeah. between the two of them and like the thing is it's not heavy-handed when you see it and like, like ev- Alex and Maggie on this week super crazy. yeah exactly a little tie-in mm-hmm. uh but like no but from there the story just I I can't say anything else because it is one of if I'm ever like want if i'm like this might be a good like breakup thing to watch like this like interesting like uh not because it's just more of like of like the emotions it made me feel because mm-hmm. that's i'm not giving away again i'm not giving away story things it's just it is just it, there is love in it and it just makes you feel so many different things that's cool yeah so i'm gonna stop talking about it because i don't want to get into it That's a good pitch. um it's beautiful but yeah. black mirror oh my god the third episode. Sorry, I got to talk about this one because I saw watched it last night because I can only take them one day at a time. Yeah, it's called "Shut Up and Dance," and basically, this kid, uh, his for some reason, his sister like uses his computer to download like a free movie streaming service. Yeah. Shame on you! That's bad. And so yeah. he gets a virus, and he tries. So he puts in like, this malware to like clean it up, and then later he comes back and watches porn, and uh, then he gets an email as soon as he's done laying like, cleaned up, and it's a video of him whoops doing. Yeah. So, and they say, and then he gets an email that says, uh, email me your phone number or I post this to your contact list. Uh, and so he's like panicking and panicking and he's like, so he sends it off and, um, and then this person makes him do things. And because he's like, and then he runs into people who are also being made to do things. And you're like, what is, and you're like, but then you start like thinking about it. You're like, why would you go this far yeah i kind of think it depends on like i you know what because everyone has different things too it's not just yeah, like yeah it's like
1: somebody's giving your phone number nah man i just you know i guess post it
0: <laughs> but no this would go to your family this would uh, yeah but it's a good episode uh, you it's know a- it's
1: like i think because because i feel like it and granted i have the benefit of knowing that this is a story like you wouldn't necessarily know you're in the movie, but it's one of those like this is just gonna get worse. Go for it. Yeah, uh, did I put on a good show? Go for it, man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. And lastly, there's one that you should check out. Sometimes you got to just take the hit, you know. If you like horror, there's one called White Rabbit. This woman, she kind of shovels, wakes title. up in a yeah right. A uh, white bear, sorry, white bear, white and, bear, white bear. She wakes up and in her house, it's like she and you can tell she kind of like looks confused, and then you start to figure out that she doesn't have a memory. And she can't remember, but she, like, everything's kind of, like, it's like there was a break-in. And she's like, I can't figure out what happened. And so she starts looking around without getting into details of the story. She walks outside, and she can't find anybody. And finally she sees someone, and they have their phone on, and they're recording her. And, like, they, they, they won't talk to her. And they will, like, and then she'll, like, look into, like, the windows of houses, and there's just families in there filming her. And then masked people who aren't filming are coming after her so it's that's like terrifying yeah and like i won't go any further because it's that like that
1: sounds straight up like a twilight zone type these situation. are but yeah. like
0: they're the this is what whatever dark story rod serling had that yeah. they wouldn't let him put on the air this is that this is that and it's an hour of it have you seen
1: oh man i wish i remembered what it was called there's a youtube channel that's all somebody the story behind it is and i am inclined to believe that it's true The story behind it is somebody had access to the america's funniest home videos vault and so there's this stuff that is the weirdest shit people would submit and it's sc- like it's scary it's uh-huh. kind of like it's so weird that it's kind of freaky and so this is just all content made up of that of that stuff that wouldn't make it to air on america's home weird. videos
0: and it's like recreation or is it the actual no, it's footage? the
1: actual footage it's unsettling man
0: it's funny uh-huh but like in a very like
1: what the fuck yeah is this? exactly yeah. Um,
0: i want to check that out that's crazy web series last uh oh because we're on like a halloween episode we'll get into west craven and other horror things but yes have you heard of marble hornets
1: marble Hornets. marble
0: Hornets. no it is a web series on youtube that for a long long time at least me and a, a good chunk of the internet thought was real crazy. and um the way it was set up was uh remember this right okay yes uh there were this is these are all film students and it's shot like vlog but not like a vlog like talking to the camera more of just like this guy constantly filming wherever he's going and he's saying he's telling the story of a friend he had who wanted to shoot a film for a final and it was called marble hornets and uh they stopped all of a sudden and then the, the guy the director his friend kind of like became a shut-in and he became weird and like he then the the friend, the main character, is like, and the narrator is said he went to him and said, "Like, can I have the footage? I want to like put together a project about it." And he said, uh, "Nope." And uh, then eventually he was like, "Okay, you can have it, but you watch it, and you don't get to make something out of it, and you have to burn it after you look at the footage." And you're like, "Okay, this seems a little dramatic, but like, <laughs> what is it?" And like, eventually the guy gets it, and then like he kind of forgot about it because he had to like finish his projects. But finally he's like, "Okay, I got. I'm gonna go through it. We're gonna go tape by tape." And like, so each video is the tape. And like is like, and he's got like thirty tapes. So, and he records his own new things as he goes around. And this is where I learned about what Slenderman was, and that's why I did before nice. it became a meme. Yeah. This was like my first introduction to it. So I was like, what? Like, and basically, it would start out like the first episode, like the first tape was the director at home alone at night, and he can you can see that someone is standing outside the front door, and he's like not moving. This is the guy that said, no, you
1: can't have my Yeah. So so the
0: subject now that we're looking at is going to be the director and you, and he just sees someone sitting outside his his front door and the video is over in like 30 seconds. And it's just like, that's it. And like the rest of it, like the narrator who is witnessing this for the first time, like us, puts text up on the screen and that's it. Like just uh, say what he thinks. Interesting. And like eventually it starts to like, it had, I think it's one of the scariest moments I've ever seen in a, like a, like a thing online, like if it was a horror series, because eventually like in the tapes, some stuff stops like, like making sense So each, the, the main narrator tries to go to these places and he goes into a house and it's been like ransacked to shit and he's looking and looking around and like, he starts to find like pills and he's like, wait a minute, the director was taking those in like the, the tapes. Mm Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he hears something downstairs, and he very slowly goes downstairs, and like there's no cut, so it's like this guy is slowly like going down, turning off all the lights, and he has the infrared on, and he starts like looking, and there's another person downstairs, and he's like scrounging like through things, and he he says the director's name because it was his house at one point, he's yeah. like Alex, and it the thing turns around and it's a man with a mask on and like looks at him and charges at him and then like the sound goes weird and whenever the slender man shows up like everything starts to get distorted in the tape and like until they get away and they have like memory lapses and stuff so it's like it's this they built up this really cool world and i think they're up to like episode 60 now because like now they're not looking at tapes anymore they're just like this these people are trying to figure out the answer to all this
1: that's cool it's super good how long has it been going on?
0: Uh, like, two, three years. You can actually, like, buy, like, now Once like, the, like, the veil broke, they sold, like, the first season as, like, a DVD box set and stuff, like, they got. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and, like, if you Good ever see, them. like, at haunted places, or, like, haunted places, a circle with an X in it, mm-hmm. that's the sign of Slenderman. That's, like, him. That means he's here, and, like, that his, like, other, like, he can also kind of maybe turn people into things like him, and it's, like, cool. yeah, but you never, like, see it, you just kind of, like, see the aftermath, and you're, like, what the yeah. It's very good. So, if you guys want something good to watch, that's Marble Hornets. Marble Hornets. Oh shit. This episode is brought to you by Marble Hornets. Go check it out. Sorry, just last thing. Sorry, just remember this. It was great. There was uh they had a, one of the earlier tapes. It's um it's a scene it's scene practice in a car and the director is in the driver's seat pointed towards the passenger seat and he's filming the actor. He's doing the scene and they're doing it over and over again and the, the director like based on everything that's happening, he's losing sleep and he's getting like really irritable with his actors yeah. and then like finally like the actor like gets it and he leans back after like six minutes of footage in his seat and behind the actor the entire time there's a slender man like maybe like a hundred feet away like it like hidden kind of yeah and the director doesn't say anything he puts the camera down and he drives away as quickly as he can and that's it like yeah. it was just like so subtle you're like, I don't know if I'm watching something scary right now and yeah. then like it gets you. That's very, cool. very, and these are all students I know making it. So they did a freaking phenomenal job. That's cool. Yeah. So if you guys want a good scare, watch that. Definitely try to binge it in the middle of the night. It is a good go read.
1: right after you. Hopefully, right after we did our
0: movie night. Yep. Mm-hmm. Turned into that. It's a good one. You'd have to
1: go back in time. <laughs> you would have to right in time. if you can go back in time. <laughs> definitely use that ability mm-hmm. to watch that stuff right after we did. Our movie stream, which, like we said before, new nightmare. What'd you think? Got some. You know what? I liked it. I like. I I like crazy stuff. I like my my favorite part is when they're in the hospital and you're like, what is? Because the hospital staff is just not good at their job. They're being grossly like uh uh irresponsible inappropriate inappropriate yeah. they're like sneaking shots into people mm. uh the only part that makes kids sense is, yeah, yeah the only <laughs> thing, part that makes sense is they're interviewing the mom like hey you know what maybe you're the problem here which makes sense because the mom was acting crazy uh but then the babysitter starts getting mutilated by freddie on a ceiling so cool. that, yeah. that was really cool and then they go home and now she's like in the movie that whole sequence dope best part of the movie yeah like, the hospital to going back to the home and being the movie to the entrance into freddy's dream world didn't really care for it after that but the entrance into it was
0: cool. i thought that was fun and i liked that it was like they had like nice dream scares like the stairway turning into mud it's like and you yeah, can't run yeah, and get a kid cool. and you have to get the Freddyisms, like the long arms and the tongue yeah. and everything and it's like ah, oh, this is fun i like that his quips were a lot more low-key in this movie yeah
1: it wasn't quite as comical.
0: Yeah. There were a few, like, when the tongue came out of the phone. And no. you're like, Oh, oh that's okay. fine. That's You, you kind of need that to make it a Freddy movie. And yeah. I know they made a remake recently, and it was just all scares, like, really no fun. Yeah. That's what, that's what I've heard. I haven't seen it. And obviously, they wanted that to, like, make a new franchise, and it did not. Yeah. So, that was a bummer. But no, this movie is super meta. I don't know why, at the end of the movie, it turns into the first movie. It's interesting. Uh, uh, this was...
1: Um, I believe he made this movie right before he made Scream. Oh. So this was definitely like Wes Craven like figuring out that whole like movies that talk about movies type of a thing. I actually kind of dig this. I love the idea. I don't know. I'm a big fan of Grant Morrison's Animal Man run uh-huh. which deals with Animal Man finding out that he's in a comic. And having to deal with that, have you read that? No, what I have. I literally, if you look right over your shoulder, I guys, have can you Can you I have the whole collection right there. Uh-huh. You should, you should check that out because it's it's really great. Well, how
0: does he handle it?
1: Uh not well.
0: Not, <laughs> not well. Uh-huh. There's a ah, damn. I, I know he No, meets. this doesn't
1: count as. I knew about it before reading it, and it doesn't take away the impact. He figures out he's in a comic, and he fights. He defeats a villain by going in between the panels oh cool yeah yeah and it's just a really and it it. how does he up, do that <laughs> he, he gets he jumps out of the panel and goes through the white spaces oh cool yeah it's
0: crazy um and it's just really you like meta stories like I, that
1: well not
0: depends because i know you're depends. not the biggest fan of deadpool depending on the writer oh
1: yeah it's it's if it's done really well like grant morrison doesn't explores it in a really really interesting way about the the nature of storytelling mm-hmm. and what it means like in these in these stories animal man has his life ruined like it, and it kind of is an exploration of like the dark superhero stories at the time mm-hmm. and so at the end the i guess spoilers if you really want to go on blind um i knew about this before reading it he confronts grant morrison
0: yeah i remember you telling me yeah about that. and he's
1: like why did you ruin my life? Like you ruined my life. Yeah. And he's like, I, my cat died and I love that cat. And it made me really sad. And so I was kind of exploring that through yourself. You really didn't deserve it. Mm-hmm. And it's just this really like, what's happening right now? You know what <laughs> I mean? And, and in a really smart, clever way, like the, the like Deadpool, like if you under. Right now, if you read Spider-Man Deadpool, it's written by Joe Kelly. Oh, it's so And all good. that meta aspect of Deadpool was introduced, as far as I understand, was introduced by Joe Kelly. He was created by... Um, I... The names are... Oh, my... It just left me. But, um... um but Joe Kelly kind of made Deadpool what we know of him today, mm-hmm. and with Joe Joe Kelly is a fantastic writer. Check out Four Eyes. He he's got my favorite Spider Man story ever. Is written by Joe Kelly, mm-hmm. um, with the Rhino of all villains. Oh yeah, um, you, you've talked about that. Yeah, story, yeah. It's heartbreaking. I think it's the one time I was reading a comic that I just started crying. I was like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, so under his pen, Deadpool is hilarious. The meta jokes are fantastic. Mm-hmm other writers it can be
0: be lazy there is a story that i think you should check out it's like they like to do these every once in a while where somebody gets the infinity gauntlet and Mm -hmm. deadpool does like he was hired by thanos and then when he finds out that thanos hired him like thanos comes and picks him up with his thanos copter from like the like and it's like a really recent story and um instead he tricks him because he puts on the infinity gauntlet and Mm -hmm. like warps reality and like he puts him in jail or whatever and like so he creates he he hosts uh, Deadpool roasts the Marvel Universe nice and everybody shows up everybody like even Alpha Flight like every yeah. like weird knockoff and even like Howard the Duck is there and he's like man I w-, basically the like the through line is like I was you before you were you like yeah. I was like we've done this before like everybody's been through this like we've done it but there is a part where things get like really weird and like he basically walks out of the club and then he starts addressing the reader. He was like, yeah, I know where, I know you're there. Like, there's a uh, he likes, he like scolds you. He's like, how dare you do this to, to me, to them? Like, and like, you're just going to keep reading. Yeah. No matter
1: what. There's a, there's a part in animal man where, um, uh, they, it, this, it, most of the series takes, no, it, it takes place right after crisis Infinite earths. Mm-hmm. So Graham Morrison kind of explores the idea that all these characters are just gone now. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one character that remembers the pre-crisis Earth was Psycho Pirate.
0: Yeah, because he and, had like a big role in it. Yeah, so.
1: and and he remembers. And there's a there's a point where he confronts the reader, uh-huh. and it's like I see you. And the, for some reason, like reading it, it was chilling. Like it was just, the way it like happened was like. Oh, <laughs> like,
0: yeah. I feel like I fucked up somehow. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, I'm sorry. I just yeah. wanted to read the book. <laughs> I just wanted to read But uh, if you like meta stories, I know it's, they definitely did it. It looks like a cash grab, but it's actually like very entertaining. Gwenpool, basically. Yeah. Like when you find out she's from our world and like she has to go through this really like shitty scenario where like she doesn't have an identity. Like she doesn't. She popped up and she's like, she hasn't said why yet or how. No. Yeah. But uh, basically she meets dr strange like time stops and he he's like oh you want an identity in this world and he's like she's like yes please and so they start to look like through like the multiverse and they're like oh look at this one and he's like they look at her world and it's ours and they're like that's so weird whatever we do here leaves little imprints in yours and it's like um he's like but the thing is i can't put you back in like it's a one-way thing like and i don't and he's like i don't even know i'm not powerful enough to even pull someone out of there and she's and um basically she has they have to take her birth out of that world and put it in the in the marvel universe and they're like if you do that it's it didn't happen there and like your parents don't remember you and it's just really like that's tough and it's like this is what you have to get because she's a huge marvel comic fan i
1: do really like the idea of somebody cross-playing coming to the Marvel universe like that's a really cool concept
0: it is and like she hasn't even met Deadpool yet you don't know why she picked the name Gwenpool at all but um besides like her quirkiness and fourth wall breaking whatever but it's she then like kind of has to like deal with like nope I sealed my fate like I'm stuck here and I can't get back and like she kind of tries to play it off like it's a good thing like when they were on when she was on a train she looked over and Miles Morales was sitting there and she knows who Miles Morales is and she's like and she doesn't say anything. She's like, "Hi, ah, Spider-Man. And like, yeah. he freaks out. And when she gets confronted by Thor, she's like, shit, uh, Natalie Portman played her. What's her name? Is that Jane? Uh, yeah. And then like, Thor stopped and like, almost killed her. And like, it was this fun storyline, but like, it's a real story of like, a normal person becoming like, a hero or an anti-hero, or whatever she's supposed to be. Yeah. It's definitely sad too. Because <laughs> it's like, ugh, meta, meta stories can be really cool or really sad. Well,
1: it's interesting because in, in
0: Animal Man, like when he's talking to Grant Morrison, he's,
1: He's and it's like, so I'm not real? And he's like, Graham Marson's like, Well, in some ways you're more real than I am. You were around before I was, and you'll be around long after I'm gone. Like I didn't create you. Mm-hmm. You know, I just am, am kind of in charge of mm-hmm. your story right now. It's interesting stuff. And and again, in the right person's hands, like great. Uh and and New Nightmare, it's it's I don't think there's anything like Deep going on? No, it's just fun. It's, yeah, just, it's just a just fun, fun
0: like capturing a villain inside of a story. By the way, uh, Max Landis did that for Mixie Mister Mixie Spitlick. Yeah, Mixi that yeah. figure out Mixie Spitlick. Spitlick Fucking hell! Uh, but yeah, he he pops up in reality in the end of like one of the issues, and he's like, "I'm gonna be around a lot longer than you. You can't even say my name. You don't even understand what how I live." And, yeah. and then he fades back into the comic, and he's gone. And it's like it,
1: it's interesting. Like watching New Nightmare, I was thinking about Mixie. Yeah, because he acts like, like, like yeah, yeah. yeah. You could make. You can make Mr. Mixit Spitter like really scary. The devil? Yeah, you yeah. can make him like you could make him Superman's Freddy Krueger. It's that'd like be cool. that'd be really interesting.
0: They're Just invading his dream. Because they they have their dream villains every once in a while. Like yeah. what was the one with like where his skin melted off in Justice League? Do you remember he was like that? Oh one. It was Dr. That... Destiny.
1: Yeah, he was that I that's one of my favorite ones because you it's Martian Manhunter and Batman teaming up and uh and Batman just not just can't fall asleep. He can't. Like, he even like is, drinks coffee. Like yeah. he breaks
0: into somewhere. He's
1: playing the radio and turns on the air and so. No, like, he blows out the
0: window so he can have the. Yeah. Air. That's yeah. That was a good episode because it's that like show was so good. Mm-hmm. And also it's fun because he's like he was a henchman that got arrested and he's there for the rest yeah. of his life. So he's like, yeah, I'm gonna get superpowers. Yep. Yeah. It's good. It's a good show. And that's Freddy Krueger in the Justice League. In the League. Justice League, we got some mm-hmm. tweets
1: about it. Uh, uh, Sam Herbst. Hello. at Sam Herbst says, New Nightmare is fantastic for the fact that it pulled the, it's all been a, been the movie franchise card and it actually worked. Yeah,
0: it's definitely weird. I wish the actor who played Freddy played a bigger role in it. I wish yeah. he got pulled back in a Englund? little bit more. Yeah, because yeah, he was there and like he was painting pictures and like it meant something, but then nothing. Yeah. yeah. Also, uh, if you guys watched the stream, I talked about
1: how apparently Wes Craven wanted to include Johnny Depp because Johnny Depp's big, major motion uh, debut was in the Friday f- or Nightmare, Elm Street. Nightmare Elm Street franchise sorry Uh and but he was too scared to ask him because Johnny Depp was too big a celebrity mm-hmm. and and they met after the movie came out and Johnny Depp was like oh no I would have loved to and I was like it's god like, damn it oh, it's,
0: it would have been so cool and like all he would have to have done is shown up when like the dad starts to act or like the guy starts to act like your dad again and then like the boyfriend shows up and you're like wait okay what the fuck's happening right now it's like that's fucking Johnny Depp on my lawn like what does this mean Uh, we also got another tweet here from uh, uh, James Stark plays he joined us during the stream, it was good to see you, bud. Uh, something about Nightmare on Elm Street just kills me. The idea that you aren't safe and always must be aware just is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep, that you can never go to sleep—that is a nightmare. So then we,
1: <laughs> we put out a treat uh, tw- a treat. We put oh, out a little, little treat, treat uh, trick or treat, uh, asking like what your guys' favorite horror movies were and why. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Trinity Rose at Trinity Roses said, uh, "I hate scary movies, but." Uh, Rewatch Sinister and The Descent all the time. Hey, from what I understand, The Descent's pretty hardcore. Yep, <laughs> it
0: is. Uh, I I don't like it for similar reasons why I don't like The Bob and Duke It's the ending. The ending ruined it for oh, man, me. Man,
1: I wish. Hmm, I wonder if we can do a spoiler thing talking about the ending. I don't. Whatever. Maybe a Babadook
0: we'll make the, of
1: the of Babadook. The movie's been out for a while. It has been. It's been over a year. And no, it's been over like. It's only been a year. Because you're talking about. Okay, hold on. The Descent's Spoilers. been out since like 2007. What maybe we'll revisit the Bible, Duke, if we have time at the end. At the end, at the okay. End. There yeah, you go. Uh, Carlos Lopez at Carlos underscore uncut. John Carpenter's The Thing. It's visually amazing. The actors and characters are great. Filled with lost attention. Love it. I am a big fan of The Thing because it's it's that perfect little horror movie of being engaging and entertaining. One also Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Hello. Yeah, in a horror movie, and also touching on deeper stuff. Not not being preachy. Not like getting bogged down with it. But it it, it touches on some things, and it has the perfect ending. Mm-hmm. the the thing has like the
0: perfect horror movie ending I don't know what these but you know what else we got here we got another tweet from elizabeth edkins uh-huh. at elliebeth e beth00 I love before i wake hush the witch wakewood in fear the babadook your next there's too many to pick i do not know a lot of those i'm a big i'm a big fan of uh your next mm-hmm. and the babadook and the witch The Witch. I do not know Wakewood in Fear, Hush, or Before. I've heard of Hush. I believe it's on Netflix. Um, I've heard of it too, but I just keep thinking of the Batman character. Uh,
1: Eric Kloss at sauce the boss uh arachnophobia definitely s- scarred me for a long time as a child barely slept for weeks after that
0: man Actually, i, I can't stack. i cannot put shoes on unless i tap them a few times before because like because of arachnophobia yes yeah. oh my god jeff daniels I got also
1: that. i got that from uh from living in arizona and you know it's like hey man maybe a scorpion look out uh-huh. <laughs> oh my god when
0: the, the spiders on fire at the end I haven't, like, it. <gasps> I haven't seen it it's just like oh basically i think it's like oh what the fuck brings it over but basically a bunch of spiders get pulled over from like south america yeah. or africa or something and Should've they in australia that's where those big scary spiders the are the big ones and like so like the babies like get spread out around town and Whoops. uh the one death that always scared me is like one of the babies crawled into the shoe of a doctor in the town he puts his foot in and then all of a sudden a way too loud of crunch happens and it's like <sighs> and like his like he starts screaming and like i think you become like paralyzed and you just slowly die while you can't move Gross Yeah It's good though It's like Also it's a B-movie It's a B-horror yeah. movie Man I like those movies mm-hmm. I'm down And it's Jeff Daniels It's Jeff Daniels Jeff Daniels time. is great man. And I think he's like A spider doctor or something. He's like an archaeologist Or something like that <laughs> They should just
1: call him We're bringing in The spider doctor <laughs> it is spider Don't doctor. you worry Have you it seen Eight-legged
0: spider. freaks No Wow That is a total B-horror movie I think What the fuck happens I don't know what makes him big, but I just a bunch like of how excited you got for eight-legged freak. I saw it so many times, and I watched a lot as a kid. It definitely doesn't hold up. It's one of those early two thousands movies. But um,
1: you know Scarlett Johansson is one of those like B movie. I want to say spider-related things.
0: Uh-huh. I saw it on Sci-Fi the, one day. Oh yeah, I was like that's Scarlett Johansson is like a fifteen-year-old. You all got to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. But um, no eight-legged freak. Something happens in a mine shaft, and it makes bunch of spiders grow really big and like it's really comical and like it doesn't take itself seriously but a lot of people die okay. and like um i think one point like one of the bigger spiders about the size of like a dog like gets inside this woman's house that's being remodeled and like the cat keeps meowing and they don't know why and then like you see from the cat's perspective one of the spiders like pulling itself through a power socket and like it like had to like shove itself in there. So the cat goes in after it and then like they fight and like, and it's not like fighting. Like they like punch it like inside the wall. You don't see anything. All you hear is like punch sound effects and then them slamming each other into the walls. And then finally the spider slams the cat into the fan fixture or the light fixture on the ceiling and fries it and kills it and like then the spider runs away and you're like that's cool i mean, what the fuck is that it's the movie is ridiculous i think I am oh and, and um david arquette's in it main character perfect couldn't tell you another one yeah yeah there you go oh my god do you know the spiders that make trap doors and they yeah, open yeah, up yeah 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 they kill ostriches and like that's how big they are they take that's down ostriches amazing. and people inside of them so good anyways that's a good movie we got more tweets here um, Robert Gonzalez. My favorite horror movie is Trick or Treat. Uh, Trick R Treat. It has a cool story and it's pretty scary, especially the school bus zombie kids. I don't. I've seen that on Netflix a lot. And I've never seen it. Trick I've never seen treat. it either. Yeah. I've never seen it either. Same with like Um, Oogie Boogie, Jeepers Creepers. I've never oh seen yeah, yeah. I've those. seen that. That's fine. One and two. Oh no, I don't. What is? The I caught premise? one of them on TV. I don't know.
1: There's no it... uh it's uh kids on a bus goes round and round. No, and then there's this like scarecrow thing scarecrow gargoyle thing yeah. with wings. Hunts sense. people on the bus. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah. I caught I caught it on a lazy Sunday. It's Obviously not like I wasn't, yeah, <laughs> I wasn't like I wasn't like it's not when you like pay for a ticket to go see a movie theater and you're like focused in on it. Mm-hmm. Uh Melissa Howler at Melissa R973. High tension because it's super bloody and there's an amazing plot twist. I do not know that one
0: either. I've heard of it,
1: Sam. Hmm. What's your
0: favorite horror movie? Ooh, The Witch is up there. That is a very good horror movie. I think for a long time, long long time, it was the first Insidious movie because it was this really fun idea of we're like of this kid becoming like a vacuum for evil entities to keep yeah. coming keep coming towards him. Uh, because his soul is sucked out there into the never like into whatever other world it is. Yeah. So just it's have you ever seen it? I weirdly I
1: haven't seen Insidious One, but I
0: have seen Insidious Two. Oh, that which is not Which hold loops up. which loops back into Insidious One. Yeah, which is not and like there's like time travel stuff in it. Yeah. Not good. But I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. If you see the first one, it's really fun because it just becomes like multiple hauntings and like a bunch. They're always different, and you're like, "Why the fuck are there all these like different like?" And, and like Rose Burns in it, and uh, Patrick Wilson. And, Patrick like, Wilson. If
1: you need to choose one horror franchise with Patrick Wilson, watch The Conjuring.
0: The Conjuring's definitely more solid. One and two are so it's good, really good. But in it, Insidious I liked for a long time, but now I've killed it because I watched it like nine times. But there is this one scene where it's like they're the mom's like it's a continuous shot of her going back and forth between the laundry room when she does finally like, on like the third time there's just a kid standing in the corner by a coat rack and like it's not meant to be seen it's like they no. go really fast and all of a sudden like that's when you start to see it do more things like it changes like a song that's playing to a record and it's like that song from insidious like dip and it's that this is the first time you hear it and you're like what the fuck's happening and like it's very well made and then we saw the woman from Wes craven's nightmare that one nurse yeah she made it 20 years later (laughs) 20
1: years later Mm -hmm. uh and i think she's pretty famous for being a a part of a lot of like horror
0: movies and stuff yep and she's i think she's getting more work and i think she does like tv shows and stuff so good for her huh so insidious is up there the witch you said both conjurings uh both conjurings i think conjuring one because it's
1: like the if if there's one thing that's gonna uh, take me out of doctor strange mm-hmm. is the conjuring to and being like this could have just been the doctor because basically what's the name of the family the the couple the uh the warrens the, the warrens they're basically the supernatural avengers yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. and which is what makes the movie so like that i love the idea because
0: they bring the amityville Horror House into it yeah. and uh, whorehouse um and they bring <laughs> that in there and it's like oh shit these people are connected to everything
1: well a lot of exorcism stories and stuff like that are based around their memoirs whether they're true or not there's there's some dubious aspects to the warrens uh warrens the characters in those movies are really cool
0: yeah and Uh, they they definitely sell it like they are the truth like they like they've been through this and they're like i'm just fucking tired that no one believes this
1: yeah the the um the i did some research after seeing the conjuring 2 uh on that because it's based on real events Uh, the girl was probably.
0: Yeah, they, they explore that a lot
1: they, ex- they they made that a plot point in the movie mm-hmm. but like in real life like no nah, she's probably full of shit yeah yeah
0: and like maybe like she was very lonely and like yeah who knows she needed some attention and they got they the family got a lot yeah they didn't have any money like it, it made sense but if it was real like but, but again
1: the movie mm-hmm. awesome yes so much fun one of my favorite movies of, of this year
0: also like and also adding the plot point of like a demon controlling a ghost like to like masquerade as sorry, yeah. spoil- didn't mean to do that. That one slipped out. But the movie is still good regardless of that. So yeah. and like the tape playing it, like they would record like different oh, yeah, pieces that of was it. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> those Syncing are those up. are
1: those are fun movies. Uh I yeah. what so are you. Uh what about me? Uh The Thing. The thing uh, is, is really up there. Um what are some other good The first Alien's really good. Never seen it. Um The Witch. It's amazing The Witch is a beautiful movie Very good uh, And yes it is a horror movie Yes it mm-hmm. is
0: uh, 100% It just doesn't have
1: jump scares Like yeah. I I, it, I love the fact that it does not have a single jump scare You
0: leave feeling bad Yeah you just are left, unsettled Just it, like man The ending is the so, ending so good is, Because it's just like Blows your mind The whole point of You know like whenever you hear a villain They're like we want to ruin your innocence It's like guess what This movie shows you step by step how to do that no. And they succeed And yeah. you're like and it's and it's um it's interesting too because it makes
1: the uh it 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 makes a pretty good offer but it's one of those that like because there are people that came out of the movie like yeah and you're like no 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 think about think about what happened there
0: what wait what do you mean yeah like Um, like they got the she got like
1: mm, there's a there's a there's a a um a contingent that sees this movie as a testament to female empowerment um, oh, which I can see how you see that, but if you go a step deeper, the figure that gives that empowerment—that what I would call fake empowerment—is a male figure. Yeah. So it's false. Yeah. You know,
0: like again, it's a, it's,
1: and also think about what happens in that movie. It's so bad.
0: Yeah. Like it, there's, there isn't, in that story, the women are the powerful characters, and like them. not not like the supernatural ones. It's like the mother, like she's upset about everything I, but the husband is like not holding it together and the the wife is the one like that's being an anchor so yeah. i'm like I they're like it also i don't know if this movie is the place for that I don't yeah. know yeah I and also like maybe I, I'm the, wrong i don't know for me like you i can't you
1: can't see the first reveal of the quote unquote the witch and not call that a horror movie like that's Horrifying that fir- that first thing, the action that's going on
0: there is like, oh man, like we're in it. <laughs> we saw it in Fantastic Fest last year, and I, you kind of feel not sick, but you kind of feel sick. You're yeah. like, I should. A lot of this movie is like, I'm, I shouldn't see Have what's you happening.
1: Ever played uh the Witcher or no. know anything about those games? I become a big fan of that universe. It's really because it's a very a pragmatic. Like you're not following an epic, like night saving the world you're a guy this this is a guy whose day job is killing monsters he goes to a town you got a you got a banshee luring people to their death pay me and i'll take care of it for you you don't have money too bad so sad i'm out of here and Mm. it's just very pragmatic Mm. i would love to see the guy that directed the witch direct
0: a world a movie set in the witcher's world he because you should learn about what how far the director of the witch went because he spent six years poring over texts and yeah. mythology and ghost well, stories from that it's, era it's
1: based on actual journal entries from
0: people in that time and everything a mm-hmm. lot of the dialogue is lifted directly from and it's like it. then that doesn't mean like Again, the, the true aspect, the director even says, "Like, no, it's just like, this is what people actually believed. What yes. you're seeing right now would be a horror movie to them because it's like, this is what they told the kids. And the people who were superstitious enough believe this. Yeah. Deep down in their soul, they're like, if you go out in the woods and you see any of this, you go the other way quick.
1: Well, because again, think about the, like the, the, the we, it's interesting that we don't really have, I think we're kind of losing that fear of the unknown
0: this definitely instills it yeah because
1: it's like you don't have anymore that wilderness you know another thing that captures that really well is the first Blair Witch Mm -hmm. of just being lost in the woods and you don't you don't think about like we live in a city like you don't think about just being nowhere and not knowing where you are or how to get out of that place that's one of the reasons I don't like deep water very much. Oh, really? Uh, oh. I don't. I do not. I do not like. I am not a fan of being. One, I'm not a very strong swimmer. Two, I don't like being in water where I can't like immediately get up and get out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, just, I just don't like it. I don't okay, like
0: so thing. I like to go to Carpinteria, and there's a dock they put out like 40 feet from the shore. Yeah, and you have to swim to it. But there is like a slight fear of like, I'm getting tired. (laughs) and Like, what do I do? I'm halfway there. And it's like, then once you get there, you're like, fuck, I'm already tired. I have to get all the way back there. Like, it's a little scary because once you dive in, you can like fully dive in. And like, I ran into fish last time. I hit them. And I was like, and we're getting back up. And we're going as quickly as we can back to shore. And don't look like a seal. (laughs) Just look like a thing. Uh,
1: One of my favorite, I I was just thinking, I like horror comedies a lot. Uh, The pinnacle, I think, has to be Evil
0: Dead 2. Because uh-huh. there's, have you seen Evil Dead? No, I've seen Army of Darkness, but that's Army of not... Darkness.
1: Honestly, I actually really like the Evil Dead remake. I they, I think that's the perfect example of how to do a remake because mm-hmm. they took the premise and made it something personal to that director. Same person that directed Don't Breathe. Oh yeah, uh, Fede but... Alvarez. Yeah, Fede. Yeah, big fan of his. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Evil Dead Two is great because it, there's moments in it where you're like. I don't know whether I should be laughing or whether I should be horrified. I kind of feel it. this is hilarious and mortifying at the same time. Like, I don't know how to respond to this. It's mm-hmm. like that great, that great, uh, it's great at making that feeling.
0: I think I need to check out The Evil Dead. There's a lot of Uh, classic horror movies that I wanted to watch that are not available on Netflix for some reason. And we checked out Shudder, which is this free horror live streaming app you can get. Also, there's a website, I believe. They don't have the big ones. They have all like Gingerbread Man. And it's like, come on, Netflix (laughs) has those. Don't give me that. Don't give me that shit. But guys, let us know what your favorite
1: horror movie is. Real quick, do we want to talk about The End of the Babadook? Yeah, hit him with it. Three, Uh, two, two, one, one. spoilers. Uh, uh, Thank you for listening. I guess if you don't want to know The End of the Babadook, Ah, uh, bye-bye <laughs> uh, uh but um so you're talking about the very ending where it's basically living in her basement and she feeds it yeah i i really like that because it's the idea some hurts some damage that's done to you you can't ever get rid of and the best you can do is contain it and so i believe that movie ends with I the son even... asking like is are, is, are you having a, are, are you okay and yeah. he's like today's a good day uh-huh and it's like, because it's dealing a lot with the loss of her husband. For me, the only part that didn't really work is when the Babadook's making the T-Rex noises and the hands are stretching out. And then when the, you see the husband's
0: head get sliced, it's like, man, that was weak. That was... I thought the ending was way too heavy-handed. I get what it was symbolizing, but I was like, oh, God. Okay, it we get it, it No, it didn't. Okay. I was just like, I, mean, I understood it. And I was just like, mm, I don't care. But I'm like, I just... like It was like such a good horror movie. And then all of a sudden I was like... And now here's the lesson. I'm like, Mm. I do. i sorry. Sometimes when I don't go into a movie wanting to like learn something, I'm like, I don't know. That sounds like small minded, but I was like, (sighs) okay, I just wanted a cool, I just wanted a cool movie.
1: You know, uh, the feeling, the uh, movie that creates a feeling like that for me is It Follows. I really, really enjoyed It Follows until, um, have you seen It Follows? Yes. Until the pool scene.
0: That is when, and it and then gets suddenly weak.
1: it becomes like it becomes just like another horror movie. Like, how do we defeat the monster? Oh, we can't. And, and because about halfway through the movie, I'm like, I don't know how you in this movie. Mm-hmm. You've created the perfect mousetrap. Like, there's no way to get out of it. There's no win.
0: No, you you almost did, yeah. and then it. You see, like how bad it gets.
1: I, it also bums me out that the only time it because it can look like anything. Mm-hmm. The only time it looks like somebody personal to her is her dad who we've never met. Yeah. And so it doesn't mean anything to us as an
0: audience. It felt like a studio trying to find a better ending than what the director wanted. The
1: last actual last shot is really cool. Mm. Really evocative.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot. Like you can really delve into that movie because the director made a lot of conscious decisions to make that movie timeless. Yeah. 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 There's a. a Yes it's like if one example is when they're reading off a book off of a e-reader that looks like a seashell but then they're also using corded like cord phones and you're like I can't tell and like they go to a movie where there's like a marquee and stuff and you're like this could be it could of the be the past it could be the
1: 80s it could be right now or it could be 20 years in the future yeah. like it
0: could be anywhere on that and this that. is just the Midwest that hasn't updated yet yeah. so never know
1: uh, But but the first two thirds of that movie Eight, three fourths i don't know i really dug mm, i like everything and, i bought
0: that movie i like nice. i wanted to keep that it's
1: good the scene where he explains it to her great and
0: yeah. she's in the wheelchair and everything oh god it's a fucking well oh, it's oh. it's the worst it's amazing but it's oh, it's oh, the, the worst, worst. Yeah. it's so well shot as well but anyways guys if you haven't checked out it follows we've definitely talked about it a bunch it's a very good movie it's good it's a solid horror movie of the uh whatever uh, its time period, recent whatever horror decade we are in. Check out the witch, obviously we're talking the witch about is that. Very Green good.
1: Room. I think technically kind of counts as a horror movie. Uh yes. It's yeah, definitely it, a thriller. It's and definitely it's, a thriller, but mm-hmm. it, it's it's so intense, like it's scary yeah it's and there's like, like jump scares as well don't breathe uh is, yeah. a, is a good one uh this year's been good for that
0: i didn't see lights out but i heard a lot of good things no. and i know you didn't really the short lights out the mm-hmm. little short is is great i heard i mean i remember you didn't quite like blair witch too much uh but uh, i did enjoy it yes. so that's up to you guys definitely a beer will help make any <laughs> scary movie Way scary. A little bit scary. Yeah, you just become a little less like you're not really on your game. So when a jump scare happens, you're like, wow, (laughs) it got me. (laughs) But, anyways, guys, what's your favorite uh, beer to drink when you're (laughs) watching scary movies? Let us know in the comments down below. DJ, a little plug? Uh, At DJ Tracks
1: Trash on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube. I just put up a video this week talking about the scariest superheroes. As opposed to supervillains,
0: is Ragman one of them? <laughs> he actually. Cause hey.
1: He's uh, kind of in, in the comic books. His ability is very scary.
0: If you guys didn't know, an Arrow there is a awesome hero named Ragman. He wears rags. They're kind of like sentient a little bit. He a control bit. them. But in the comics, they're souls, and he can grab suck you and souls. suck your soul into the rags. That's right.
1: Basically, he's basically a mentor, and for some reason, he's a good guy.
0: Yep, but I mean, like he mainly gets bad guys. Still, I don't know if the punishment fits the crime. There, I mean, the Punisher definitely like eviscerates people. Yeah, and, but like,
1: he doesn't. They're not trapped in his uniform
0: forever. Eh, potato, potato. <laughs> you know I mean, who would win, Punisher or Ragman? That's uh, the real question. Spoiler: of the day.
1: Uh, Perhaps the Punisher's also on my list. Because oh. if you think about the Punisher conceptual, if you put the Punisher in our world that's terrifying
0: and daredevil season two does deal with that you're like yeah. no this man's a mass murderer yeah i know like he helped me out but no it's uh, like he know he's a murderer i mean and also
1: he gets the benefit of being in a fictional world where writers get to say oh he never makes a mistake all the people he murders deserves it uh there's no news story of somebody like oh he shot up a bunch of people but don't worry they had come it's like oh he shot up a bunch
0: of people and
1: they rush not not a bit. that was a mistake
0: and he uh, got it the wrong time <laughs> yeah. It was a, a restaurant He yeah. hit them 30 minutes before they showed up so, mm, Good that job was, That was just a family It was yeah. an Italian family <laughs> A little racist. Anyways, guys, let us know who would win Ragman or the Punisher. That's the question of the day. Yeah. Hashtag only stupid answers at only stupid answers on Twitter. Ooh, a little plug for me at Sam Basher on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. But anyways, back to the plug for only stupid answers. Only stupid answers. Yank those vowels out of stupid. Yes. That's on Twitter. But uh full name only stupid answers on Instagram and Facebook. And YouTube, you can go watch our live stream for Wes Craven's new nightmare. Ooh, I don't know if you can. Uh, I just got an email While we were doing this Oh uh, maybe it's uh, gone Maybe you can't <laughs> uh, Maybe it's gone <laughs> Maybe you got A little bit too much Of the movie But hey you know what Go to our YouTube anyway And just see what happens Guys we appreciate you Thanks for tuning in And uh, make sure you follow uh, Rate and review us on iTunes Being yes. listened to us on Spotify Overcast player of um, iTunes Yeah And Audio Boom
1: yes. And also next week We're going to be talking About Doctor Strange <gasps> So if you're excited About that movie uh, Check us out
0: Go see and it And we may have a special guest Ooh it's Benedict Cumberbatch no it's not <laughs> no, maybe no, it is no it's not mm, there's a chance I mean anything's possible <laughs> especially when we learn in Doctor Strange but guys this is the only thing uh. we